Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday and we're in the season of ordinary time. In fact, we are coming just to the end of that season. Uh, this weekend, uh, we observe the festival of the Transfiguration of our Lord. Uh, and Wednesday will be Ash Wednesday and the start of our Lenten season. We begin our time of prayer now in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could brighten them. And there appeared to them Moses, Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us set up three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. Jesus takes Peter, James, and John and goes up the mountain. Well, and he also takes us, at least in the reading of this, we are present to see what it is that Peter, James, and John saw. So we are present also there now that the good news has been told and passed on to us now that Jesus has risen from the dead. So with Peter, James, and John there on the top of the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus is transfigured, metamorphosis, uh, and, and his clothes become uh, dazzling white. Uh, he shines uh, like, the, like the sun, and, and he converses uh, with Moses and Elijah, with the, the law and the prophets, with, with Torah in, in that agreement that's there. So, so what is it that we are witnessing here? 
what is it that is being revealed to us? Well, in some ways, this conversation between the incarnate word and and this word of prophet and law, this word of scripture that is there, uh, reminds us of the the agreement, uh, what was spoken by Elijah, what was spoken by Moses, what was spoken by the prophets, what we find in Scripture is Jesus, is the incarnate Word of God, all coming together right here in this place where where the Word of God and human flesh take uh, meet. And so we see that. Uh, we see who Jesus is as the Word become flesh and, and dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. And, and in Jesus, we see the glory of God revealed and reflected. But, but even beyond this, in Jesus' own warning, that, that the witness of this, this telling of this story of what Peter, James, and John have seen is to be to be hidden until after the resurrection also, I think, gives us a glimpse of the grace and promise of God that this story entails. Here, before we make the turn to Jerusalem, here before we go to the cross, we are reminded of uh, and, and pointed to the resurrection uh, and what Jesus accomplishes not just because he is somehow sort of an outer skin of, of humanity with this divine inner uh, part. That's, that's not what we believe as Christians. That's not what we confess. Uh, uh, it is a, a, a union in a, in a much deeper, more uh, complicated way because this gift and grace of God that Jesus gives to us is the promise of this moment of transfiguration that the promise of resurrection and new life, a uh, promise of victory over the power of sin and death, uh, the, the, the fellowship in uniting now with God and uh, God's Word and, and, and Father uh, and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that declaration that, that comes out that you are my beloved child, with you I am well pleased, comes to Jesus and through Jesus also to us that we would become beloved children of God. And so what we witness here is not only the glory of God uh, now joined to the human flesh in Jesus, but the promise of Jesus in giving that glory also to us, to make us one with Christ by joining us to his death and to his resurrection, who we will be, what God has in store for us, what God intends and loves for us, is seen and revealed here for us in this moment of transfiguration. As we, by God's grace and through the Holy Spirit and in fellowship with Christ, are conformed to the image of the Son, here is the promise of the transfiguration promise that's held right here in the middle of our messy suffering lives, that God has victory over the powers of sin and death, and by the grace and mercy and love of God, God will also raise us up with Christ Jesus, as God has always attended, as the scriptures have already witnessed to, 
and as Christ has done and shown us in being raised from the dead and giving us his Holy Spirit. As we gather in worship this weekend, we see a glimpse of, of humanity transformed and transfigured in praise and worship and fellowship with God. Pay particular attention to that, to this, this community of people now joined in praise to the God Father, Son, and Holy Spirit who has come to save us. In Jesus, amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember our holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else? For what else? Are we grateful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who are at work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. 
and Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. <laughs>